drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Kool-Aid drinkers, you got you guys know who you are. We even have a sound bite now, just to remind us. Okay, Kool-Aid drinker and you know cornbread muffin and all that. <laughs> exactly. Lots of Kool-Aid, lots of cornbread here on the show. We got tons to talk about. This is gonna be a show for bros talking ball. This is gonna be a show talking hot topics, both with the Lions and in the national football league. We might even get into some other odd topics here on the show. But he's here. You guys know who he is. He demands the music. Again, I will do it out of spite. He's here. The king of bros, Stefan. Bro. Stefan, you're back. You made me wait an hour to do the pod. You had something going on in your personal life. You're saying you're sick again. I I don't know what's going on, bro. But I know we got lots to talk about. And the people... Can't wait to hear what we got to say, man, here on the podcast in Detroit Kool-Aid. What's going on, bro? Hey, it's going well, man. The people uh, have have been without the King of Bros for too long, so I'm happy to be back, happy to spitball. It's going to be a good time. It always is when you're on the show, bro. Keep those bros coming. I know everyone likes it. And you mentioned the people. So I just got to remind everybody out there that the people and the people consist of the millions exactly (laughs) millions of kool-aid drinkers out there so stefan we're not gonna mess around man we're not gonna talk about your sickness or why you were late or how you and the girlfriend are doing or if your chiropractor (laughs) appointment was well we don't care what the people do care about is Matt Stafford. I mean, we got to start right there. I mean, it's the talk of the town. You got people wearing Rams gear, me included. You got people rooting for him. You got the haters that still are like, ah, of course. He leaves the Lions. Now he's in the Super Bowl. I mean, bro, what's your take on number nine quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams uh, nowadays? Oh, man. Yeah, talking about jumping right into the deep end. Uh, I feel like you could just go so many different directions with this, but at the end of the day, I'll, I'll try to just keep it as brief as possible. Um, you can, there's no, there's no free pass for the guy. I think he could have done more him and Calvin, both their time here. But with that being said, I'm really happy for the dude. It's nice to see him succeed. Um, it's just another instance of, someone leaving the lions and then flourishing. So it's not like this is the first time, you know, like we don't have precedent for this. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for the man. He gave a lot of blood, sweat and tears to to the lions. Um, I wish he could have got a little bit done more done while he was here, but 
um, hey man, I, I, I want him to. I'm hoping he wins the Super Bowl for uh, him and the uh, you know all the haters out there. Bruh. I, I mean, I agree with you, but he got to come a little stronger here on the show. Here's where it is. It's like. I'm rooting for him because I think he's played well. I also think the reason that he's winning is because he has better players, both on both sides of the football. Those guys have played well. He's also got fortunate that some of the good teams got bounced. He also uh, made a huge play to beat Tom Brady and send him into retirement. We may get into that here in a moment. So, like, he's a good quarterback. He's played good to great. He has great elite talent all around him on this team. They're obviously going for it. And he's made the most of that opportunity. So this isn't apples to apples. He doesn't have the same team or organization or situation he had in Detroit. Mm -hmm. He's playing better football in the biggest of moments. Let's not go back to the playoff games where he's struggling at times. Let's not go back to like Thanksgiving. Remember he threw a ball right to uh, Eddie Jackson, safety of the Chicago Bears, and cost us that game in first place uh, mid-season there let's not talk about the two games uh towards the end of a season where he could have easily got us a division and played horrible football so like my my stance is that i'm now nowhere near the people that are going on twitter saying you know i hope he loses i can't stand this is killing the lions and i'm i'm draft pick guy i'm the guy that's like hey i want the best draft pick why win at the end of the year when it's going to cost you spots but in this situation, it's sort of like, is 24 to in the 30s going to kill me? I'm still probably going to get a good player because Brad Holmes is there. And can I not be happy for a guy that was always stand-up, even if he was boring, is a good player, is doing it the right way out there where he's at now, hasn't slandered our team, even though he doesn't give us as much love sometimes as I would like, where he's bloviating about, mm. I love these guys, these are great people. You know, it's like he had great people in Detroit, too, in certain spots. He just didn't get surrounded with the elite players like you got at all types of key positions out there so i'm happy for him i think a lot of people on twitter are happy for him and there's nothing against rooting for him it doesn't mean you're not a lions fan it doesn't mean that you love matt stafford unconditionally it means hey it's a good story and you're going for the guy and you're not just like being ridiculous about it and hating for no reason 100%. It's not like he's playing against the Lions in the playoffs and we're still rooting for Stafford. I mean, people, I think two things can be true at once, you know? I mean, like, it's like, dear Lord, bro, like, people just have Bruh. to have one extreme or the other. You can be happy for the guy. You can be thankful for all you know his hard work while he was in town, like we talked about, um, and just move on, you know? Like, it, it was a needed – it was something that had to happen. He had to move on, change the scenery. We had to rebuild from scratch. So, I mean – both parties came out with what they needed. And like I said, the Rams went completely all in. They, it wasn't like they just got Stafford. They got Von Miller. They got Ramsey. They they gave up draft picks left and right for a whole squad of people. So, of course, he's going to play good, just like, you know, he's going to take advantage of it. And so some props for him to, for doing that, you know. Bruh. All right, Stefan, good stuff. I, I got to say this. You, you're down on your bro count, bro. I'm, I'm hitting the sound drops to make up for your lack of bros here on the show. You know that's why the people tune in. So, bro, let me tell you this. Let me finish up this Matt Stafford comments with the fact let – me, let me pull out a couple of tweets. You guys can find me at Derek O'Gree. So, Stefan, where you at? I think you put out about four tweets every once in a blue moon. You like something or share something that I put out there. Where, where can they find you, bro? Listen, man, I'm sorry I don't tweet 19 times an hour like you, but you, you got me at SKJ uh, 
87. Um, oh, it's a, it's a horrible yeah. handle, but everybody go follow him. You'll get a uh, nugget here or there. If you want some real content like Senior Bowl, Draft, Free Agency, Lions, Wolverines, all the stuff we'll get into here on the show, you guys can find me at Derek O'Gree. That's spelled D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. It's on the marquee because I hold the show down, unlike Stefan, who could barely ever show up on time. And I only ask him to come every blue moon, bro. But if you go to my Twitter handle, here's the two tweets I want to throw at you. If you didn't see him, you probably didn't because you, you don't put out content. Um, the one I put out was like, I'm happy. This, this is what I just summary. I'm happy for Stafford. They gave him top talent and he played really well. Also happy for the Lions. Two first round picks. And we took Melifonia with the third rounder this year. Detroit needed the draft capital and a leadership change. Hold on. Wait for it. For the future, both sides win. That can be possible, people. I know all the national media is like, you know, the Lions this, Detroit that, you know, uh, the Rams obviously won this deal. And let me see this tweet I followed up with it the other day when people were going on about how the Lions have already lost this trade. How could the Lions, and I quote, possibly have lost the Stafford trade when we haven't even used any of our first round picks yet I mean I said people are getting caught up in the moment only looking at right now and not using their brains to see what is ahead come on man hashtag Detroit Kool-Aid cast one pride like we we got two first rounders in the back pocket we took a corner that looks like he's going to be good we've got a mid to lower tier quarterback and Jared Goff that's trying to work hard and play decent football like this trade is nowhere over and both teams can win in this deal so there you go there's two great tweets from my handle bro what do you got to say yeah first of all bro I, yeah I, I saw the tweets I, I honestly agree with you for the most part can and i brother like get a retweet said, i mean both both parties can definitely win um there obviously the rams are in it all in right now so of course there's going to be some uh some live in the moment type things going on of course but um like i was mentioning earlier <laughs> Uh, the both, this, this had to happen. Like Stafford had to change the scenery. He had come in, worked his tail off, you know, been, you know, been through all the ups and downs and, and he just got wore out. By the time Patricia freaking came in this place, man, he was broken. So let the man move on, let him do his thing. We had to start over without him. There's no <laughs> other way around it. So it's like, okay, just from that stand, that standpoint alone, like we are, we're doing what needs to be done. We're, we're building up the right way. Um, and you know, from there, like you said, we haven't even got the draft picks. We haven't even um, actually seen things come to fruition, but we do have a culture in place. We do have young, hungry players that are coming to play ball uh, each and every day. So it, it's just, I think it's pretty ridiculous that people are just are so um, over the top with, with, uh, with freaking out about lines. And of course the national media, they're going to be like, Hey, in Detroit, every chance they get, it's the easiest thing to do. It's, it's the most boring take ever to, but whatever, Detroit first, everybody, bro. Bruh. All right. Good stuff there. We'll, we'll move on from Matt Stafford. I knew everybody wanted to hear that right off the top of the show. You got to hang in there. We're talking NFL. We're talking lines. We got some senior bowl in the back half of the show. Uh, lots to talk about. And Stefan, let me just remind you, man, it's not real heavy lifting to jump on the old Twitter machine every blue moon. There's this button called retweet. If you like what's out there, you hit it and share it with the people. You can also hit the old like button when you see some of the Oakry tweets come by. It wouldn't kill you, I don't think, to, uh, to do that for a brother help a brother out here help a bro out man come on so i'm a, I'm a freestyle artist you know i like to have original content bro. oh god all right so <laughs> here, here's the thing 
Here, here's another topic I know you're going to love. Michigan man, Tom Brady. Actually, you're not going to love this because I didn't love this. Tom Brady, right before we got recording here today, actually said via his own Instagram or whatever social media he put this out on, he said the words, you know, he retires. He's walking away from the game. Like, he's leaving the field, however he put it. I thought for sure when everybody came out and already put him in the grave and said he was done, even though he didn't say it, I thought he was like, oh, no, I'm coming back now for sure, and I'm going to win another Super Bowl. So when I saw that he actually confirmed this finally, um, I was kind of bummed, i got to admit, man. Tom Brady has been incredible for the University of Michigan, for every team he's been on, all the winning he's done, just uh, ultimate leader. Like, this was tough to watch, man. What would you think? Did you think – he was going to hang it up or did you think he was going to say, Oh no, now I'm definitely playing for another five years. Uh, no, I honestly thought he, he was done. I just thought he wanted to do it on his terms. You know, he, everything he has is so well crafted and so well put together. You know, he's got the TV show. He's got the T, you know, TV 12, um, brand. So I thought it was just a matter of time for him made his own. It doesn't take away from the fact that, of course, it's a bummer to see the man go. It's like the end of literally an era. My whole, you know, two thirds of my life, he's been a pro, let alone his Michigan years. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be crazy seeing a league without him. But um, I think it was, you know, one of very few players to go out, you know, on such a high. I mean, obviously, he didn't win it this year, but he still was an MVP, MVP caliber talent. He almost led that insane comeback against against the Rams in the playoffs. So, I mean, it was, it was still cool to see them, you know, the old, uh, the old goat go out there and uh, go out on top as much as possible. Bruh. So that's my thing, man, is like I he didn't have to win it every year, but he's still playing great football. He's incredible shape. You can only do this for so long. I, I don't understand why he's hanging up. I like be with his family, this, that, and the other. Like he gets like six months in the offseason. He gets like, you know, in a couple years, you can do that all you want. Like I, I don't see a reason to stop. I know that the Tampa Bay wasn't going to be able to keep all their studs, and I'm sure that came into it, but – Gosh, man, I just think not only could he have kept playing, but it, like you mentioned, why why ride off into the sunset with an IG post or just kind of in the background? Why not do it, you know, ultimate Tom Brady style with some great video and then you come out and you do a presser and like the crispy suit and you, um, you know, get all that respect and do it just on the up and up at every level. Like this seems like he's just sent out a tweet. Hey, I'm done. Rides off in the sunset. Then like I'm assuming lots of opportunities will come where he might be able to sneak back in the league and get a half season or get a season in maybe win another ring if he wants it I could possibly see him doing that being like hey I'll pull the old Jordan I'll come back mid-year and win again and then you know uh, do it you know leave again I don't know like I just don't feel like he's completely done and the way it happened it was very odd yeah I mean it was a little bit odd again I think that's why the delay happened between the initial reports and him him putting out the Instagram post um, cause he wanted to be done in his terms. And I think he deserves that respect. Of course, like the dudes is a friggin' baller. So, but like, I honestly think he's done though. I think he, he is, he's all in or he's all out. That's the kind of mentality he has. I mean, you gotta think, like I said, he's in still great shape. It's cause 
he puts so much time and energy into in being that way. But dude, if you had a super supermodel wife worth a half a billion dollars, you know, I mean, I'm gonna retire too. Like it, it's as simple as that. Bro, <laughs> like, what's you know, it's good. Bro, that's you. This is Tom Brady we're talking about. This guy, all he lives for is winning and dominating and being the best. When 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 he said, "Ah, oh, you know what I like to do? Just hang it up, put my feet up, hang out with Giselle, throw the ball around with my with his kids." No, this guy's a cutthroat killer on the field. He's not going to be able to do this in a couple years. So why walk away now? Why not get two to three more seasons in, even if he had to go to another stacked team and try to win more instead of just uh, now he just all of a sudden is wants to be in his loafers and his pajama pants all day like that's not Tom Brady I just don't understand but everyone's like oh he's got perspective he wants to do the right thing and this this guy's like you know he can he's got so many years to do that it just it doesn't feel right to me it didn't smell right I thought for sure it's like nope this is gonna change he's gonna prove everybody wrong he's gonna get a burr under his saddle instead he comes out today and just says oh yeah it's true I'm gonna hang him up Uh, very very odd but Tom Brady the greatest of all time you know uh, a chip that us Michigan fans will always have for our whole life to pull on you know Ohio State people I shouldn't even say that on the show but I mean Ohio State is vanquished Stefan I don't know if you heard great comment about Joe Burrow and the the team down south that was that was I love seeing that (laughs) exactly Uh, I mean not not only hating on them not only are they vanquished, Tom Brady vanquished them even on the way out, which I love. Ohio State is vanquished. <laughs> I love Speaking it. of vanquished, Stefan, we got to keep this thing rolling, man. Jim Harbaugh takes Michigan Wolverines. He vanquishes that team down south. Then he goes and wins a Big Ten title in Indy. Um, takes them to the, the final four there. Doesn't have the best game against Georgia Bulldogs, but who did? And, and now reports are, right as we hit record, he, he, he has basically signed with the Minnesota Vikings as the next coach. So not only is he leaving our Wolverines to go to the NFL, he's going to the NFC North, which happens to be, I don't know if you know this, the Lions division. I mean, what's your thoughts on this? I'm very curious. Uh, it's going to be interesting, bro, seeing you know, how weird he is and how weird Kirk Cousins is. So that's going to be interesting uh, <laughs> dynamic. Bruh. But... Man, at first, honestly, I thought there was no way he was leaving. Um, you know, he got the Ellison from from Notre Dame. He was he was he was talking about how this is just the beginning, um, and I thought this was just a ploy to get you know the the nil stuff going, um, get these you know get this money paid out to these players. Let's like let's you know let's pay these dudes. Like uh, Michigan of all brands is definitely. Um, able to pay players and do it better than anybody else. So um, I thought it was more that initially. And then the more it's gone on, it's all taking me off guard. So it's a bummer. Not only are we losing him for most likely, but obviously we got the wonder kid uh, McDonald back to the Ravens. So, you know, um, up until about four or five games in the season, I wanted to see our boy Gaddis fired, you know, and with just, like fired with with uh like and kicked out the door like i was so against him so i mean but right now he might be the 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 front runner for the head coaching job so i don't know it's it's a it's a tough time i mean especially on signing day you're gonna fly to minnesota on signing day like dear lord bro dude like are you that butthurt like from last season in the pay cut it's like it's almost like he's just trying to stick it to us so i'm it's a little frustrating 
Bro, it's all about this for me. It's all about those Michigan Wolverines. Like, people think I'm going to be all sad and crying. Oh, no, we lost Jim Harbaugh. How are we ever going to make it? I, the world's ending. No, like, as you hinted on, he's kind of a weird dude. He finally got over the hump and got us lots of W's, vanquished the team down south, you know, pulled home that title. Now he's riding off to the national football. Like, I kept telling people, I could if he stays, fine. If he leaves, fine. Like this mm-hmm. might actually be good when you have swaggy guys like McCarthy and uh, you know the the young wideout. We got the uh, the beast at running back. Like they might be able to get a really top end college name that's innovative on offense, mm-hmm. real good recruiter come in. That's that's better than Jim Harbaugh. So it kind of ran its course. Yeah. I wasn't building a, a statue for him just because he did this year. And if he makes this decision. And hopefully the Wolverines can pull in a big time name, big time recruiter, and just keep rolling. That's what I'm hoping for. So I'm always going to be about that go blue baby all day, every day, bro. You know how it is, Stefan. Go blue, like I, I agree. Yeah, Let's go he blue. Still never really beat Michigan State. His 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 record against winning teams was wasn't up to par. So uh, I just I'm just annoyed that it's lingering. And it's two off seasons in a row where you know the king of awkward has just made things weird in in, in Ann Arbor. So um, honestly, at this point, yeah, I'm ready for the next chapter. We got a a ton of young talent. So let's get these boys out there like run and gun, baby. (laughs) All right, man. Here's the thing, Stefan. I give you a hard time on the show. We try to entertain. We're about 20 minutes in now. I I, I think you're half awake. I I think you've had a a semi-good take or two, but nothing that's blown me away here on the early part of the show. We we, we got two more quick things. We Actually, two to three things I got to get into. So I need you to bring energy. I need you to say bro multiple times. I need you to have a strong take that does not suck. And then we're going to take our sponsor break, which our ad sponsors definitely do not suck. They are what keeps this thing rolling. We love our sponsors. And then we still got to come on the backpack of the show and talk Senior Bowl. Lions coaches, uh, free eight, bro. There's so much to do. So can you ramp it up a little bit? Can you bring it for the people? <laughs> I got you, bro. We'll, we'll get this thing popping. <laughs> All right. So real quick, these are called quick hitters. So that means don't talk for five minutes on each topic. These are, I need something good and something strong. Are the Detroit Lions going to sign Tracy Walker? Yes. No, bro. What do you think? I think so. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to. I don't know, bro. I think they may pass on depending on what they do. I can't wait to see, though. Are you cutting Trey Flowers as soon as possible, bro? I don't know his conduct situation altogether, but I think he is getting paid quite a bunch. So, um, so we got the top pick, Thibodeau or Hutchinson, so I say yes. He makes about $18 million. You cut him, you save 10 of that, boom, he's got to go. We just not produced in Detroit. Do you pay Josh Reynolds at wide receiver, yes or no, bro? I say yes. I think he's going to come cheap. I think uh, golf has a, uh, a comfortability level with him, and it's not like he has to be a number one. He could be a solid number three, and again, I don't think it's going to be very expensive, so. Keep him on the roster. All right, I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to pay him uh, to keep him around. I'm not gonna break the bank by any means, but I'm gonna keep him. Oh, yeah. And here's the big one. This is for my buddy Chops. I know he's out there listening. Hashtag <laughs> Choppy Likey. Can Jared Goff, his boy, be a top fifteen quarterback next year, bro? Top fifteen is tough. I mean, fifteen to twenty, I definitely say yeah. 
with our offensive line being all healthy, we got, you know, big Frank Ragnow. We got Penny Sewell coming back for his second year. Taylor Decker, he's not going to have to do too much, so he's going to be very efficient. So I'd say that 15 and 20 range is definitely – actually, it shouldn't only – that should be the case. He should by far definitely be a top 15 to 20 quarterback. We will see what happens, brother. Brother. <laughs> um, but I, I hope he plays well. Now, Stefan, these NFL games have been incredible. The playoffs have been off the chain. Late games, comebacks, kicks. These kickers are incredible. I know you think you're a soccer superstar. What I want to know from you very quickly, did you actually see any of these games or were you out shoe shopping, buying button downs at Abercrombie, maybe out there eating at Panera Bread, um, all with your lovely lady friend, or did you actually watch some <laughs> ball in the last couple weeks? I'm very curious. Man, you're a hater, bro. Whatever, listen, I got true love, bro. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, man, I watched a lot of the games, dude. It was great. We again saw a ton of of uh, of like nail biting game. Like every game went out of the wire. I don't think you could ask for a better weekend to play a play a football two weekends in a row. It was it was it was fun to watch. Do you have to get clearance, bro, before you watch a game, or is it is it implied <laughs> at times? Do you have a certain window uh, where you're able to watch games? Uh, I play my cards right, bro. You know, <laughs> hey, all I, right. Uh, here, here's I what, what I, I need from do. you, <laughs> bro. I need a Super Bowl prediction. Who's playing, and I need a score. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, it's tough because it's it's cool to see Joe Burrow and and Jamar Chase do their thing, but I'm thinking Rams by ten. Stafford's going to get the monkey off his back, and he's going to actually become a Hall of Fame quarterback with a Super Bowl victory. Okay, Rams by 10, that's strong. I did say who's playing. What I meant was who's going to play well? Uh, who's going to be the MVP of this ball game? You got a prediction? Is it going to be number nine? Number nine? I no, I think, I mean, like, it's going to be uh, Donald with that weak offensive line. Burrow might die, you know, Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Man, I, I had it queued up and he let me down. <laughs> I always give it to the quarterback. You know that. Uh, I I love both of these teams. Dude, I think nice. it's going to be a shootout. G- give me, give me like this crazy shootout where it's like forty-one for the Rams. Give me like thirty. Gosh, give me another field goal game. Give me thirty-eight for Cincy. Forty-one for the Rams. Matt Stafford is MVP. That'd be fun to watch. And Choppy, I know you don't oh, like it's that. Be fun. So. It's a. It should be a great game. Good matchup. One of those young QBs or one of those QBs in general that uh, needs to get over the hump is going to get one, which should be great. And not the same old, same old. And lots of good offensive skill players. Pretty good defenses. So I can't wait to see it. So, bro, we've went about twenty twenty five minutes. We got to get our wonderful sponsors in here. You've 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 ramped up your juice. That's usually what happens when I start taking cheap shots at you here on the show. So on the back half, I know you're gonna come strong. I might not, I might even get in something about Kate Cunningham. We gotta talk about that stud. But we're definitely gonna talk lions, all types of things. Get get up out of here. So you ready to do this after a commercial break? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, bro. Everybody, we'll be right back. Bro, 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 bro. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. 
<laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, Kool-Aid drinkers, you're back from the break. You're, you're probably upset at me because I haven't hit the button all show, so I'll do it for you. Drink it in, man. Side of cornbread. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to our sponsors. Drinking that Detroit Kool-Aid really helps the show. Um, always enjoy having my great guests. So I got Steph in this week. We're going to have hashtag choppy likey next week. After that, we got Logan Lamarandier. Then we got the king of all podcasts, Joey from the Believe Podcasting Network. Well, if you're the king of all bros and he's the king of all podcasting, like... I don't know. We might have to have a face-off one day, but I think he'd take you down, bro. I mean, you brought a little more juice, but he he brings it all day, every day. Man, don't let the east side come out real quick, bro. (laughs) No, we don't want none of this. Oh, my goodness, bro. (laughs) Bro. All right, so let, let, we got to dive right into it, man. We're going to hit the strong, quick, uh, fun first segment. Um, got after you a little bit. We talked about a lot of good topics. The second half, man, I want to just start off with the other thing that everybody wants to know about, man. Lions are at the Senior Bowl. They are coaching the Senior Bowl. They are Dan freaking Campbell has turned over the head coaching duties to Deuce Freaking Staley, and then you've got defensive coordinator, probably one of the greatest humans on the planet, Aubrey Pleasant. The guy's fired up. He's passionate. He's a great human being on and off the field. And then you got the enigma, Ben Johnson, who everyone seems to love in the building. All the fans don't know what to think about this guy um, on the offensive side of the football. So my big question to you is, like, we're going to hear a lot of stuff about all these players. Lions are going to have an up-close look at these people. Like, 
as a guy that doesn't follow the draft as closely as I do, or just sort of, you know, peeks in during the off season, like I want to know from you, do you think having these coaches and the lions being involved with this game again, heading into a draft where they got two first round picks and a lot of other picks throughout this draft, do you think this is going to be something we look back on and like, man, that was a major, you know, help. That was something where we plucked out a couple guys, man, that was something that changed this franchise. When we look at this draft, when it's all over and maybe pluck out a couple senior bowls, we get a couple great first round picks. We get some guys in the middle, lower part of the draft. That's great. Do you think this is going to be a pivotal moment? We look back on and like, man, that was super helpful and really made a big difference. Yeah. I definitely think it's going to have a huge impact. I think, you know, our, our coaching staff, you know, as much, experience they have in the league there's still a lot of them are pretty new to coaching in general so um they've shown the ability to adapt and adapt quickly so this is definitely going to be a huge um, benefit to us um, especially you know with with uh with brad um you know his his uh track record with the draft and, and finding you know hidden talent late round like third fourth fifth round draft picks that are going to do great things so i think it's going to be huge um i like the fact that um, MCDC is giving over a little bit of responsibility to our boy Deuce there and, and the rest of the squad. So I'm excited for it, bro. It's going to be nice to see them get out there and get a little more, bit more of a platform on a, a national stage and, um, you know, just keep building that, that, that gritty culture we got going on here. That was amazing, bro. bro. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's going to be amazing like when this is all said and done, but I got to say like I love the Lions are coaching senior bulls it just kind of shines a light on them and they do get an inner look, but the way they're setting it up now with making kind of I, I know you said Dan Campbell, you know, stepped back. Like they kind of set it up now where they're they're making sort of these other coaches and um do their thing, you know, to get exposure and whatnot. I I think that you know, being involved is great, but you know, part of the draft process is like making sure that you get ultra talented guys, younger guys, guys with, um, you know, that are the best of the best. And sometimes, you know, obviously those guys at the senior bowl, you're missing out on all the juniors and, and some of the, you know, redshirt sophomores or, or juniors or young juniors or whatever. So mm-hmm. like, I, I think that some of the more talented guys are always those younger guys that aren't involved in this game. Yeah. I've, I've always contended. Like you look back at the history, Debo was a beast at the senior bowl. Cooper cup was the man at the senior bowl. Justin Herbert was the man, you know, like, yes, there's something to be said with being a, a, a senior at the college level going to senior bowl dominating that game and then that shows up at the nfl level but like brad holmes said you can't go down there and just fall in love with all these guys and start overdrafting them or feeling like oh we gotta have that guy you gotta still play the board you gotta be smart about it i do have faith that brad holmes and company will do so but i'm a little hesitant hoping that they don't overreach or or, you know take a bunch of seniors when there's other guys that are younger and more talented on the board so i think by the end of the time the draft will be like hey that was helpful. They found a couple guys and they also played the board and we'll all be happy. So I can't wait to see it. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And I want to say, obviously you say, Hey, Cooper cup, um, who was a part of, you know, when Brad Holmes was there drafting, uh, helping with draft picks. Um, yeah. he, he found a, a gem with, uh, St. Brown last year. Um, like Debo Samuel was a, a second round pick. So, I mean, these players are out there. I think, Thankfully, we do have Brad Holmes, who I don't think he's going to do kind of an overreach. He's going to uh, just make some smart moves. So I think we have him in place, which is the, the biggest key to that. 
one thing I can't wait to see, bro, is like, is is St. Brown going to stack it next year? Is he going to be this guy that's always open? Is he going to be a yak king? Is he going to be the guy that just finds the end zone more so than not? Like, you know, people are going to make that easy, you know, comparison to Cup and the, and like you just said, who drafted him. And we don't know how much Holmes was or wasn't involved. He also fell in love with Jared Goff and, and we see how that's sort of trending. Um, so, I think that he's not a like can do no wrong type GM, but I'm really curious to see where St. Brown ends up because people are already putting him in the Hall of Fame. They're like penciling him in as the Lions, you know, 1,200 yards and X amount of touchdowns. Like, hold on now. Let, let's see if he stacks it next year. I think he's got the mentality to do so. But uh, he, he may be our cup. You know what I mean? He's, he's young. Mm-hmm. He's talented. He, he could have found that in year one, and that could really help this rebuild, no question about it. So good good stuff, bro. Yeah. We got to keep it we got to keep it rolling, man. I want to ask you about this guy. And he plays for the D Detroit Pistons. You know what that is? Detroit Basket. I don't know if they do that anymore, but that was always classic back in the day when we were winning championships and I was running around like a crazy person um enjoying some of those ball games, but like Cade Cunningham, bro, like Every time I look at the stat line, this guy is filling it up. He's had multiple triple doubles. He's starting to have comebacks. I know it's not like getting us these huge W's, bro, for the Pistons, but I feel like this guy's doing things as a rookie that just haven't been done. I feel like this is a guy that looks like a five-year vet, and he's like 22 or whatever, or younger. I don't even know how old he is, but I know he's a young talent. He's a beast physically. I'm really fired up about this guy leading the Pistons to future titles and just doing ridiculous things as a rookie. Now these guys feed under him, man. When he catches the ball, now if you give him space, he's knocking out shots and he can get to the rim and find his teammates. I love everything about this guy. Oh yeah, bro. I definitely agree. Um, like you said, he's doing things other rookies haven't done. Like just like their night against Denver, I uh, I got lucky enough to go to the game. I ran into our boy Big Ben Wallace in this one of the suites upstairs. You know, whatever I do, what I do. But uh, he he dropped Bruh. thirty four eight eight and four. The only person to do that besides Jordan as a rookie. So yeah, the dude is balling. He's he's definitely the focal point of our future. Um, and it was good to see him in person go go uh, cross over Jokic and then step back hit a three in his face <laughs> single handedly almost won us that game it was fun to watch oh my goodness incredible uh, name drop now I have a quick follow up a piggyback if I if I could so you were there. You got an opportunity, as you put it, to attend the game. You casually mentioned you you uh, bumped into Ben Wallace, however you said that. I'm curious, who else was there with you at this game? <laughs> um, well, first and foremost, of course, my, uh, my lovely girlfriend was there. Um, <laughs> but no, see, listen, uh, this is just happenstance, but... Eminem's old manager, Mikey, happened on the street. I know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. So we were just hanging out, you know, with people that that are that are just Detroit natives and, you know, eight mile Detroit versus everybody. Man, we we can we sure know this, everybody. That that's Stefan, bro. I mean, he's 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 hobnobbing with big names now. I have one other follow up. This is off script. We got to get to more topics, but I'm curious. 
I'm very curious because I know you. I know this about you as a friend. Were you in some type of piston gear or were you rocking a sweater, bro? I I both best of both worlds. I had a uh, I had a, a button down and a pistons, a very wonderfully crafted pistons hat. So you know, I made sure to. To bring the pistons okay. gear. <laughs> All right, good stuff. I I was hesitant. You had no gear on, and maybe like a <laughs> medium sweater with tight jeans and and like those brown uh, dress shoes that you see people on when they're at a sporting event. You're like, you look like you should be going to the club rather than uh, at a, at a ball game right now. But you but you had a hat on and a button, so we'll let it go. But I always give you crap for not having gear, and especially in that scenario, I thought you'd be all did up rather than repping the team. But good stuff from you. I mean, uh, Ben Wallace, absolute legend. Good stuff there. Um, Cade's going to be. And this isn't like, hey, I just figured out Cade Cunningham is good. I think Arthur on Twitter was like, hey, way to be late to the party. No, I've always liked this guy. And I know everyone else is high on him, too. I'm just saying he's doing ridiculous things. And everybody needs to jump on board now because you do this kind of stuff as a rookie. And you have the type of build he has and the, the marquee and the, what he did in college and the type of game he has. It's like, I'm just telling everybody, get on board now. This guy's going to do huge things in the league, and it's exciting to see as a Detroit sports fan. So that's all it oh, was. Yeah. Uh, again, you guys can find he's me at the, Derek he's, Oakley He's got the Twitter. mentality, too. Kind of, I like his mentality as well, bro. No doubt. All right, so we already talked about the coaches. Deuce, Aubrey Pleasant, Ben Johnson. My question to you, Aaron Glenn is interviewing for head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Now, Aaron Glenn has been quoted as saying he wants to be the greatest defensive coordinator of all time for the Detroit Lions, yet he's been on multiple head coaches. Dan Campbell was quoted as saying, I hope he gets it. He's a great fit. This would, you know, I'm nervous that we're going to lose him. Do you see Aaron Glenn getting this opportunity? Or do you want to do everything you can to keep him here? Where are you at with this, bro? Yeah, I think he's got a really good chance of getting the opportunity, especially obviously his background with with New Orleans already. Um, they know him very well. I, I mean, I hope, I really hope we get to keep him though. Like I said, I mean, he he's he's a huge part of our team, um, and you know that's te- what tends to happen. Obviously, your best talent tends to move on and get head coaching positions. So hopefully, we can sway him to stay. But I mean, you can't blame the guy if he takes the, the takes the job there in New Orleans. Um, even though it's going to be a little bit friggin' chaotic with, with their cap issues, but maybe that will sway him back to Detroit. I hope it does. Bruh. I, I just, like I said, man, he's, he, he's the type of guy, he has like a head coach mentality when he's at the microphone, but he just became a coordinator. Like, I think he's a great leader of men, but I don't know that he's at that point yet. And like, can you give our Lions two to three more seasons, like, and then go do your thing? That's what this franchise needs. We don't need to, you know, and again, Aubrey Pleasant might be incredible as well if you bump him up. But like, I think he just needs to stay. We need him to stay. I hope he stays. Don't go, Aaron Glenn. Hang in there. And here's an idea. Be the best defensive coordinator of all time for the Detroit Lions. How about that? I sure as hell hope so, bro. I bro. definitely uh, definitely hope so. We need him. So so here's a couple things. I want to know from you. This is yes or bro. I mean no again. So it's 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 multiple <laughs> choice. 
are the Lions going to snag a couple big free agent splashes? Are they going to be the, the the talk of the town? Are we going to come out guns a-blazing in free agency? What do you think, bro? Yes, bro, or no? I, I say no. I still think we're a year or two away before we start getting big free agents. It's still going to be through the draft right now. Bruh. I've heard Brad Holmes saying, I got more resources. We're going to, we got a plan. We got it all. We're way ahead of schedule. Like we've got another, a new opportunity different than we had last year. I think Brad Holmes has got a couple targets stuff. I think he's got a couple guys lined up. I think he's got a few guys that he's going to say, Hey, we got this delicious Honolulu blue Kool-Aid here in Detroit. Drink it in. You got to come here and help us win championships, baby. Cornbread. <laughs> That's what I think he's going to be selling. Kool-Aid and cornbread. I think the Lions are going to be a surprise team this year. Snag a couple guys, have a tremendous draft, have some of their young cats take a, a leap next year. And next thing you know, we are like, we got ourselves a football team here in Detroit. That's how it's going down, bro. Yeah, man. Bruh. Hey, listen, Detroit Lions have a really good opportunity to get good quick, especially with all the craziness going in going on in our division. Bears are always a complete nightmare with their front office and God knows whatever else they're doing. Um, Aaron friggin' Rodgers, he can kick rocks. Green Bay screwed. <laughs> they got no money. Um, it's it's our time. It's our time to shine real quick. Are are you curious? I I, I know you're an avid listener of the show. I, I enjoy having you on once every blue moon when you show up. But are you aware of what I think about Aaron Rodgers here on the show? Oh yeah. I mean, you can't not. Think that about Aaron Rodgers. Pompous, arrogant, no good, selfish, son of a You pompous, stuck up, snot nose, giant, twerp, scumbag. <laughs> exactly. So I cannot wait till he's it. gone. I don't care if Jim Harbaugh is the coach of Minnesota Vikings. However, that stupid horn sounds. And like you say, psh, Chicago. I mean, I know my guy Joey Christopoulos from the Believe Podcasting Network thinks they're winning Super Bowls every year. He's drinking a little too much of that orange Kool-Aid down there in Chicago with that pizza that uh, can't can't hang up to Detroit pizza. But uh, we all know the Kool-Aid and cornbread is coming and it's going to be our division before you know it. So, bro, let's end it with this. A couple years ago, I think it was like two, three years ago at the most, it was the Cincinnati Bengals and the Detroit Lions coaching the Senior Bowl. The Cincinnati Bengals, bro, are in the Super Bowl. They got Joe Burrow. They got Joe Mixon. They got Jamar Chase. They have T. Higgins. They have Tyler Boyd. They have a good, young, hungry defense, a lot of good linebackers. Bro, San Francisco a few years ago was picking number two in the draft. They fell just short. Bro, Buffalo was no good. They were garbajo beans before they found Josh Allen and picked up Stefan Diggs and added some other football players. Now, every year they're right in the hunt for this thing, even though they continue to fall short and lose. Like, my question to you is all these teams turning it around. All these teams that were in similar positions to where the Lions were the last few years. Obviously, the Lions had some knucklehead coaches, some bad GMs, some bad decision-making, but now things may have changed. Do you think that the Detroit Lions are now in position to create a ridiculous, an exciting, a monumental turnaround like these other teams and possibly get their way to a division title, playoff wins, and eventually, here in the near future, bro, a Super Bowl? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Like I said, we are in a position Bruh. to get good real quick, but I think it's going to go one of two ways. Like I said, we're, we're going to either do the, um, you know, the San Fran, the, uh, the Buffalo type thing, uh, or we're going to be like a, a Cleveland who gets a lot of good draft pick. We, we build a really talented roster, but we don't get it right on the quarterback. So it's, it's ultimately going to hinge upon who we get at quarterback for our future. But, um, you know, we are definitely as primed as ever to make that next swing in the two or three years to be playoff ready. Um, and, you know, I'm excited for it, bro. Bro, do you know do you know what Dan Campbell would say or what he thinks about all the losing and all about the bad picks, the bad players, the bad decisions, the oh, did I mention the losing? You want to know what he thinks about all that here in Detroit? Oh, I, I want to hear it. You've had enough of that. <laughs> we have had enough of that, Dan Campbell and Stefan. You're my boy. I enjoyed the show. You're back. But we've had enough of the Kool-Aid drinking now. We'll get up out of here. I mean, thank you so much for joining us, man. You you stepped your game up. You brought some entertaining. You, you brought multiple bros here on the back part of the show after I called you out. The Lions are, are at the Senior Bowl. There's going to be so much football to talk about. Then the Combine is coming. Then NFL Free Agency kicks off at the beginning of March. And then the NFL Draft will be upon us at the end of April. Bro, this is an exciting time to be a Lions fan and be in the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. So thank you so much for joining and chopping it up with me. It's always fun, man. I can't wait. It's, it's going to be nice to see you like a kid on Christmas when the draft comes around. So I'm looking forward to that as well. In honor of the retired Tom Brady, let's go! Let's go! I can't wait. So everybody, thank you so much for listening to the show. We'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in, man.